Backpacking solo on a pension, is that even possible? My name is Victoria Rose, a 69-year-old Australian woman who has backpacked solo on a pension for over 12 months. I invite you to not limit your thinking just because you're on limited funds. Join me as I share with you in each episode exactly how you can live the dream too. Let's journey together. Welcome to Backpacking Solo on a Pension, Episode 3, What to Know Before You Go. If I had known these three things before I'd left for my travels, I would have saved myself a lot of anguish, a lot of money and some time. I don't want that to happen to you. Here, I'd like to share with you those three things. Number one is all about travel insurance. Now, you can get a lot of information. Just do your own research and find out what is it about travel insurance that you need to know. But here's what I didn't figure out and what I didn't read about travel insurance. I hope it's useful to you. When I left Australia, I had three months return ticket. I did not get on that return flight. I had taken out insurance, travel insurance, for one year. I wasn't quite sure how my life was going to unfold. I decided though that however it happened, I would need the travel insurance for one year. There's something very important though that I didn't know. So here I am in York, UK, and my travel insurance runs out next week. I decided, okay, I'd better do something. So I just sent an email to the insurance company to discover two things. Number one, (laughs) they do not cover you if you're outside of Australia. So your home country where you take out your travel insurance most Travel insurance agencies do not cover you. That's the first thing. The second thing is the most they can cover you for is 12 months. So even if they could extend it for you, they can't because the most that you can take travel insurance out with them is 12 months. Oh no, I didn't even know that that could be something that would happen. I then had to find a solution. Now, I happen to know an Australian couple, a mature couple, who had been traveling, flitting here and flitting there all around the world. And they had been doing that for 12 months and they do not have travel insurance. I also have recently met an American woman who has been traveling for over a decade. She does not have travel insurance. Now, if you're that sort of person that can do that, then fine. My travel insurance for 12 months cost me 1,612 Australian dollars. A lot of money. I could have easily used that money in another way. However, that is not my style. 
I felt quite strongly that having travel insurance helped with peace of mind because although I had been safe and haven't even been close to having an accident or anything happen, no injury, no sickness, even so, if that were to happen, it gives me peace of mind to know that any cost would not have to be put on to my children to cover the cost, especially if I needed to be taken back to Australia, alive or not. And to finish off this section in point one, there was a story in the Australian newspapers just last week of an Australian, a young man, who set off with his girlfriend on a five-month trip to South America. And it was all excitement. He started the trip off in Bali. So he'd only been a few weeks into his trip when he had a really serious accident whilst riding on a motorbike. Mm. This accident almost killed him. He had to have immediate surgery in, uh, in, in Bali and then had to be airlifted back to Australia for further life-saving medical treatment. Now, his family then did a GoFundMe and managed to raise 40,000 Australian dollars to help them with the cost of this medical treatment. Did this young man, oh by the way, he was very lucky that people were generous to give that money. So one has to ask the question, did this young man set off without travel insurance or did he have travel insurance but didn't cover riding a motorbike? And if you do not specifically cover riding a motorbike, then if you have an accident riding a motorbike, your travel insurance will not cover you. There you have it. This is the first point that I want to make today about looking at your travel insurance. Questions that I would suggest you find out unless you know that you're only going to go for sure that you are going to be on that return flight. <laughs> unless you know that for sure, just Ask the question, what is the length that you provide travel insurance? That's the first question you need to ask. And the second question you need to ask is, can I extend my travel insurance when I'm outside of Australia? So please make sure that you do that. I've managed to find one travel insurance group that have covered me even though I'm not in Australia they were the only ones I could find though and having said that it's okay I'm not going back to Australia till mid-December and in that time I'm still in the UK I'm going to France Thailand then Malaysia and then flying back there's a lot of things that are going to happen in the next four months I feel comfortable knowing that I have travel insurance it is up to you. <laughs> Carefully consider though the pros and cons of travel insurance and whether you need to ask the two questions. Don't be in a difficult situation like I was.
are you ready for the second thing I wish I had known before I left on my backpacking solo on a pension? I never even knew that the ability to be able to do this existed. And I figured that you may not know either. And the sad thing about this is, remember in the first part, I told you about how much my travel insurance cost. Well, I could have totally covered the cost of that travel insurance, not out of my pocket. What's the secret? Well, the secret is, in Australia, I have private health insurance. Now, you need to check with your private health insurance to see what the conditions are. It is absolutely possible to suspend your private health insurance payments, those monthly payments. So I am paying each month $163.55. And when I had a look at all of those months that I've been away paying that amount of money, it comes in at just under $2,000 Australian dollars that I've paid that I didn't need to. <laughs> How come I didn't know about this? Certainly, the uh, private health insurance are not going to tell you, are they? They miss out on the premiums. So it can't be backdated. I've been in touch with mine once I found out thanks to a fellow Australian traveller in Croatia. As a matter of fact, I even doubted it when she first told me. And I delayed getting in touch with my private health insurer, which, by the way, is BUPA, B-U-P-A. But there it is. When I did check it in black and white, they absolutely do do it. And if you're staying away for two months or more, you can get your private health insurance suspended. Now, there are a couple of consequences. None of them affected me. Certainly uh, worth having a look at, reading through to see how they affect you. There you go. The second point is <laughs> you've got your travel insurance in place of your private health insurance back in Australia or whichever country you live in right now. To think that I could have had nearly 2,000 Australian dollars sitting in my bank account right now. <laughs> what a lesson that has been to learn. That how would I have learned that? I did a lot of researching before I left and never once I just put in the wrong keywords uh, clearly. Never once was it indicated that you could suspend your private health cover. <laughs> Please leave a voice message and let me know. Did you know this? And if you did, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Let's now talk about the third thing I wish to share with you that you do need to know before you go. And I can say it in one word, Schengen. Do you know about the Schengen Zone? 
it had a massive impact on my journey and here's why. The whole idea to go backpacking around Europe began when I was living in Melbourne. I was on the Bellarine Peninsula living in a place called Indented Head. Can you believe there actually is a place called Indented Head? It was a 45 minute walk to my morning cup of coffee. The cafe that I would go to was owned by this Italian and I said to him one day, oh, I was speaking to someone who said that she was waiting to hear back about her house sit in Mexico. And I thought, house sit in Mexico? Well, I've done house sits in Australia, but house sits internationally, I wonder how that works. I then went and checked it out and I was so excited. I was saying to this Italian cafe owner, I really am excited about house sitting in Europe and I've added my name to the platform. Whereupon he looked at me and said, why don't you come and stay at my house? And I went, well, where is your house? He said, it's in Italy, Tortora Marina, and you can stay there. Uh, how long do you want to stay? I said, oh, about 12 months. He said, great. He said, you would have to pay some money, of course, because I, I do have to open it and I have to pay bills and things. And I said, how much? And he said, oh, 1,000 Australian dollars. I said, you're on, let's do it. Tortora Marina is just down from one of my most favorite parts in Italy, which is the Amalfi Coast. However, <laughs> I didn't know about Schengen then and being an Italian, he didn't need to know about Schengen. And the rules of Schengen meant there was no way that I could have stayed in that one place for the whole 12 months. As it so turns out, it's just as well. Because just after I booked my flights to go to Italy, I get an email from him saying, nope, sorry, I haven't heard from you and I've rented it out to others for a whole year. To say I was gutted is an understatement. I had just paid full price for my return ticket to Rome. <laughs> it was quite an interesting time for me. I had a pity party for a little bit of time and then I thought, no, I'm going to get on with this. And then I discovered about Schengen and the impact about Schengen is this. I could never have stayed in his place for 12 months anyway. With Schengen, if you are not a European Union citizen, then you can visit all of the Schengen countries. At this stage, there are 26 of them. So you can be in the Schengen zone for 90 days and then you must leave for 90 days and the clock resets. So what that meant for me was I could not have stayed in that Italian guy's place anyway. I could have stayed for 90 days. I would have then had to have left for 90 days, then come back for 90 days, and then I would have had to have left again for 90 days. So out of the 12 months, the most I could have stayed in Totora Marina was six months. You know, I have a little giggle and I think to myself, it's like the universe tricked me. 
<laughs> I decided to go full steam ahead with this backpacking around Europe as a free spirit. Oh my gosh, and I could write my second book and I could get involved in the things that I really like, like live streaming and building chatbots for business. I could do that. And I'd had this fabulous space in Italy in an area that I love. And then it, it wasn't to be. What do I do? Do I stop my journey? Do I cancel it all? And I realized that that couldn't happen. I was started and I decided I had to keep going. I couldn't just stop. And the interesting thing is you get your inspiration from different places. Just before I left Australia, I went to see the latest Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise. I've always loved the Mission Impossible movies. Yes, of course they're impossible. That's why they're called Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise said a phrase many times throughout that movie and I adopted that phrase because it absolutely helped me to work through the, some of the issues that people have when you travel. And in another episode, I'll share with you what those words were. They certainly helped calm me in difficult situations. Schengen, understanding about the 26 countries that are in Schengen, you have to know what they are because let's say you decided to go to France and Italy and Spain. The most you can spend in those countries is three months, 90 days, and then you have to leave Schengen. And that took a bit of research, figuring out which countries are not Schengen. The good thing about that is that caused me to go to places that I probably would not have gone to. For instance, Albania. One of the reasons why I went to Albania was it's not in Schengen. I went to Turkey. Now, I organized Turkey as a pet and house sit prior to leaving Australia. And that was something that I was really looking forward to. But you must be very, very aware of your responsibilities around your Schengen zone. Here's why. If you overstay, you might not get caught. With Schengen, of people who have overstayed their Schengen time and they've been fined a lot of money and even worse than that, all depending on your plans, is that they were banned from returning to the Schengen zone sometimes for quite a number of years. It does all depend who's standing there at the border as to what actually happens. So that's my advice to you today is to be very, very careful that you understand about the Schengen zone. I was in Croatia because Croatia isn't in Schengen and my host loved popping up to Trieste and I could not go up to Trieste with her. Here's why. Uh, Trieste is in Schengen. What would have happened? I already had two months out of Schengen. If I had have gone up with her to Trieste, the clock would have reset. So those two months that I'd been out of Schengen, I only had 30 days to go before I could go back in and spend three months. I could not go into Trieste even for a day because I had to cross a border, my passport would have been stabbed and 
<laughs> it would have reset the clock. I would have had to have stayed out for longer than I would have given I'd already been out for two months. Check on Schengen. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast on what you need to know before you go. This is a listen and share podcast. Who do you know who would benefit from listening to this episode of Backpacking Solo on a pension? Who do you know who's looking around and asking, is this all there is? Who do you know who realizes there is no use by date and who's decided to live before they die? Then share it with them.